Yo, what's going on, good people? It's your boy, Sunnyside Sam. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in with your zipped-up t-shirt, your half-eaten bowl of cereal, and your messed-up back from working in long hours. You're a great person. You got great views and a great mind, great ideas. You got a wonderful outlook on life. Thank you so much for being you. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. But thank you. Thank you for bringing this unique factor into the world. So today I want to talk about staying true to yourself. And before we go on, I just want y'all to know it's your hotness booth. So I will be <laughs> I will be sipping water throughout this uh, program. And it may or may not be shorter than the previous podcast because I'm tired. Mom. This, this stuff is actually hard, but I do it for y'all. And, you know, somewhere, somehow this message or any message that I spit is going to reach somebody. So thank you. Thank you all for being able to, you know, grant me your ears and grant me your beautiful minds. Stand true to yourself. So as always, I want to congratulate you on being you. It's not that uh, it's not that easy to do that, especially in today's times, man. It's very difficult. Got a lot of our influences, you know, previous episodes. I talked about social media. You know, that's one of the biggest influences for, you know, people trying to change their personality or change their way of thinking. And I'm not saying that's not the what, you know, that's not what you should do, but you should only be changing yourself for the better. But with that being said, I always want to be able to bring this factor in. Social media may be a thing. Yes. But you also have the world around you, including work. You know, the very grocery stores that you're going to, Macy's, when they have in that three-day sale. You know, whenever you go to, uh, I don't know if y'all know about Foreman Mills, but imagine Rainbow, but cheaper. And if you don't know what Rainbow is, you ain't seen Struggle. But, yeah, all of these stores, your life, wherever you're going, you're going to have outside influences. And some of those may just be for product. But when you're seeing your idols, the artists you listen to, maybe the very mentors that you look up to act a certain way. And, you know, they may or may not be living better than you. You kind of want that for yourself. But you can't look at that as, a, okay, I got to be more like them. Nah, don't do that. You got to look at it like, okay, how can I take what they're doing right and incorporate it into my lifestyle my way? How can I make me be like them, but not me be like them, have a part of them be like me? That didn't make sense, but not as anything I said at the beginning of the show with the zipped up t-shirt. But you get the point that I'm trying to say. Take a piece and then run with it. Um, I know a big thing that a lot of people don't uh, think about is household influence. And this is really for all of my people who still live under their parents slash grandparents, whoever you've been living with, you know, throughout, you know, throughout your childhood as you know, it's whoever. And the biggest thing that a lot of us just have to deal with is their expectations. And they may seem like demands, but it's just it's their expectations, man. And they're not most of the time they're not doing it because they hate you. You know, they're not saying, I want you to become a doctor. I want you to become a lawyer. I want you to become a financial advisor. 
blah, 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 blah. All of these things. I want you to join the military. All of these things, man, they're not doing this because they just want to be jerks. They're not doing this because they want to have control of your life. You know, in a lot of cases, and it took me a while to step outside of my own box and step outside of the, you know, the box of my environment to look at. Some people like to leave their legacy with their children. And, you know, that's one of the biggest, you know, that's the biggest drive from why most people want kids. I don't want to just leave this earth and not leave anything behind. You know, some people, they teach and spread lessons and goodwill. Others, they leave kids. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying everyone has a different way because everybody brings something different to the table. And we're all eating at the same table at the end of the day. But back to the point. When you're living under this household, they have expectations for you. Your authority figure has expectations for you. You don't have to live up to those expectations. And it's okay to not be okay with their expectations. Because if living their expectations, you going to medical school, you know, you going to get that master's degree or just going to university in general, you ain't got to do that. If that's not making you happy, you know you're not going to be happy. Don't do anything that's going to make you unhappy because then that's not you living your life. That's you living through your life. And that's a huge difference. A lot of people don't understand that. You can only live up to your expectations. And with your expectations, here comes staying true to yourself. In order to live up to your expectations, you got to know what your expectations are. So with that, I want to say this. You can never trade your character for clout. And you can never sacrifice your values for your environment. That's not how that works. I mean, yeah, a lot of people do it. And they go through life doing that for a long, long time. A lot of people just deal with it, suffer through it. But, you know, sometimes you got to go. I'm, now, granted, you'll have situations where it's necessary. Like you get on the subway and you just got to put on your mug, your really, really hard mug. Like you just don't want nobody to mess with you. I understand grammatically that is highly incorrect. But I'm saying anyway, you just don't want anybody to mess with you. So you put on your mug. You don't want homeboy. Hey, can I get two dollars? Nah, I ain't trying to get two dollars. Hey, you trying to buy some candy for my kid? Nah, I ain't trying to buy no candy. Hey, you trying to have this existential conversation about politics and how everything's going to the uh to the well? Nah, I ain't trying to hear none of that. Hey, you want to recommend a new book to me? Nah, I ain't trying to do none of that. The point is, everybody got a mask that they got to put on, man. When you go into the office, you got to act all happy and joyous or whatever your office persona is. When you go to school, you're there to learn. Some people may not be there to learn, but I digress. You know, when you go back home, the same way you talk to your parents is not the same way you talk to your friends. For some people, that's, you know, it's true, but it all depends on how you were raised. But I'm saying don't let your mask become your face. And if you've ever seen the movie The Mask, once the mask is a part of your face, I mean, like, on there, it's kind of hard to take off. You know, it's, it becomes an addiction. And it's not an addiction that, you know, you can easily put down by substituting for something else. Like, if you, let's say you've been smoking cigarettes. You smoke at least three cigarettes a day for the past month. You can easily, you know, I'm not saying it's easy to replace it, but 
you know, you can find a substitute. Some people use carrots. Other people use cinnamon sticks. Cinnamon sticks are amazing. Um, but it's easy to find a substitute for a physical addiction. However, wearing a mask is an emotional addiction. It's not something you can't... It's not something you can fight easily. So you gotta you gotta keep in mind what is it that I'm sacrificing when I put on this mask? What is it that I'm going through in order for me to have to put on this mask? These are questions you gotta ask yourself. But along with trading your character for clout and staying true to yourself, you gotta also become the person, you know, only changing to be better. Keep that in mind, only change to be better. You have to become the person or stay the person. That everybody from each aspect of your life can be very proud of. You know, you got a childhood friend all the way back from first grade, kindergarten. And then you got your college friends. You know, you got your boss. You know, you got your moms or, or your pops. You got your brothers, your sisters. You got your cousins, your third cousin all the way out in Wyoming or something. But the way you interact with each of those people, if they were to all meet in the room... And they were to talk about you. And then, for some strange reason, have the last 72 hours of your life put out on the screen. Not not the, you know, behind closed doors thing. Because whatever you do behind closed doors is your business. But all of your public dealings with each and every one of them out on the screen for the past 72 hours. And some people would look at you sideways. There's something that got to change. Be the type of person that you're fine with everybody knowing. And you don't have to act different with other people. Be proud of your character. Know who your character is in order to be proud of it. Because it's easy to get swept up in today's society. It's easy to trade that character for clout. And it's easy to not stay true to yourself. But in order to find that, you got to find a sense of yourself. And I say that because when you find a sense of yourself, you know, you can then keep your sense of self. But in order to find it, you got to know what you like. And a lot of people think, okay, I got these hobbies and stuff because, you know, I've been doing it since I was a kid. Or, you know, I always did this with my parents. It's like, for some people, I'm not trying to attack anybody. But for some people, you know, they'll go to church all up until high school. And then when they go off to college, they'll stop going to church. Maybe you were just going because... You know, you like going with your parents or whoever it was you were going with. But once you got to college, it, it, it just didn't feel the same. Maybe you realize maybe it wasn't the church that I was happy going to. Maybe I was happy going with my parents. And that's all right. Everybody got a different view. But I'm just using that as an example. That's the closest thing I can think of right now. But that's just one example. But. When you step away and you finally go off or you leave your parents' household, you go off to work, you're working two jobs, you're barely at home, you start seeing different things, you start enjoying different things, you know, that's that's a part of finding yourself. You're finding out what you like, what you don't like. And most people say by the time, you know, you're in your mid-20s, your late-20s, you know what it is you're doing. I'm going to give you a secret. Nobody knows what they're doing. You can be 50 and not know what you're doing. Now, I'm not saying, you know, you don't know what you're doing in life, like as far as work and having a place to stay and all that. Nah, I'm not saying all that. I'm saying nobody knows how things are supposed to go because that's what life is. Life is unexpected. Life don't make sense. 
Life ain't buttoned up top buttons and unzipped muscle shirts and, you know, your pineapple juice out of a mug, bro. Like, well, I mean, that is what life is. It don't make sense. Just like none of that stuff makes sense. But it's cool. You know, you just take your experiences with life and you take the people that you had them with and you use that as a base of who you are. It's hard. It's hard to stay in contact with who you are, man. But you just got to know everything that you've gone through, everything that you will go through, it's the same stuff. And you got to remember, who was I at that moment? How did I act during this time of hardship? How did I act during this time of joy, laughter, sadness, anguish, agony, anger? Who was I? How did I get through it? How did I deal with it? It's a lot of things, man. It's a lot of things. You just got to make sure that you know what it is that you're doing. And I know it's tough. I know it is. That's why I congratulate you on being you. Not everybody can do it. Not everybody. Heck, everybody can't be you. And you experience things a different way than everyone else. And don't let anyone tell you that my experience is harder than yours. You know, a big thing, a lot of parents, like, I love this one, but a lot of parents of the last generation, you know, these parents 30 and up, okay, 35 and up, 40 and up, you you know what I'm trying to say. Whenever, you know, a millennial, and this is just a lightly used term, when a millennial was talking about how hard it is to find a job, you know, even finding a job at Burger King, and I will disclose something about myself, my application got rejected from Burger King. I'm saying I have all available hours of the day to work, but Burger King rejected my application. That's just something to put into perspective for y'all. I got no problem admitting that. Sunnyside Sam got rejected from Burger King, but I digress. When you try and talk to your parents about that or an older figure in your life, you know, oh, this younger generation has it so much easier. They have internet and the information that anybody couldn't have 30 years ago. They have it all at their fingertips. Yeah, but what good is information if you can't use it? That's like somebody saying, all right, cool. I'm going to give you like 800 two-by-fours. I'm going to give you a huge couple mats of bricks, and I need you to build a house. Right? You gave me all the materials. Where the blueprint? Where the tools? I got all the materials, but I got no blueprint. Now, I'm saying that. I'm still on track. Follow me. I'm saying that to say this. Your older generation will tell you that your experience isn't as hard as theirs was. In some cases, that may be true. You don't know what they had to deal with growing up. But they often forget. They cannot use their experience to overshadow yours. Your pain is not invalid. And I don't ever want anybody to tell you that your pain, your joy, your happiness, your sadness, any of that is invalid. Because it's not. Because you experienced it. Not them. You. And you experienced things the way that nobody else did. Nobody went through what they had gone through before they got to that situation. But you. Only you did that. So congrats. Pat on the back. But once again, I'm still on track. Don't ever let anybody, anybody say what you've gone through 
is invalid. It's not. Because only you lived it. And that's staying true to yourself. Because that's a part of your character. That made you who you are. That helped you understand what it is you're dealing with now. That will help you understand what you're going to deal with in the future. And it's probably going to help somebody in the future when they ask you for help. Because everybody needs help, but not everybody admits it. Remember that. But I know I'm rapping. I know I'm talking a lot. But I'm going to go ahead and uh, tell you guys this. If you don't know your sense of self, if you don't know how to stay true to yourself, you ain't got to take my advice. You ain't got to listen to me. But I'm going to challenge you to do this. And even if you do have a sense of yourself, I still want you to do this. I think everybody should do this. Challenge yourself to read a new book. Something that you would never think of reading. If you like reading nothing but theory books, concept books, like me, I enjoy string theory. I love string theory. That's just me. Yes, I'm a nerd. I accept that. I don't care. But I love string theory. Go get you a novel if you're into theory. If you're into novels and theory, go get you something like a drama, romance, something. Get something new. Get a new book. You don't feel like reading? Go for a walk. A real long walk, Jill Scott. <laughs> Just an hour-long walk. You know, and you gotta you you gotta make sure you going somewhere. I don't mean take a couple laps around the block. Nah, explore where you be. If you be in the country, explore the country roads. Don't veer off into the woods, but explore the country roads. Do what you gotta do. You know, it's it's not easy being you. I understand that. But if you don't feel like reading a book, you don't feel like walking. Write some lyrics. Write some rhymes. You know, free hey. Freestyles are any instrumental that you find on YouTube. I recommend Dragon's Blood by MF Doom. The Joan goes. I'm still trying to find a way to freestyle to it, but it's new to me. It was fresh. I thought it was really nice. But do something that's different. Find something different. Do something that you think is right. Do something that makes you comfortable. I know I've been rapping a minute, but... This is your boy, Sunnyside Sam. If you want to reach me or you have any topics or if you want to, you know, ho you know, co-host with me here on Anchor using the app, you know, we can do that. Just shoot me an email at dobetterradio at gmail.com, D-O-B-E-T-T-E-R-R-A-D-I-O at gmail.com. Guys, thank you so much for being wonderful people. Thank you so much for being supportive. I know it's rough right now in life. Or if it's not rough, it's going great. You've done well. Good job. Sunnyside Sam, I'm signing out. This is Sunnyside Sam, and I say thank you. Be good and live good lives, good people.